Excuse me. Is anyone sitting here? No. No one's sitting there. Cognac, please. My, my name is James Wheeler. How do you do? So, do you have a name? Bernadine. Bernadine. My, this is a pretty place. But I have to admit, I haven't seen anything as splendid as you since I've been here. <laughs> <laughs> now, hold on. Hold on. Hold on. You don't got to give me that look. Look, I haven't seen the sun for four days now. It's been one meeting after another. And now, I'm finished. So, I decided to come downstairs, have myself a drink. And in the morning, I look forward to returning home to my lovely wife. So, why are you sitting here all alone? <laughs> okay, wait, wait, hold on. You don't have to answer that. You don't know me, you know? You don't know me from a can of paint. <laughs> Here I am, all in your Kool-Aid, and don't know the flavor. I'm getting a divorce, James. Ah, uh, I'm sorry to hear that. You know what? It happens, huh? And you know, it just occurred to me that, uh, I lost something that once meant everything. And it hurts. And right now I'm just, I'm really pissed about it. But you know what really gets me is, I didn't have a plan B. My marriage was supposed to last. Mm. So I guess that's why I'm here. Hmm? Hmm. I can tell you one thing, though. Yeah? What's that? Well, you are one brave woman. You bad. <laughs> no. <laughs> oh, yes. Oh, yes. I hope you recognize that. No, I don't really feel like that, James. Well, you sitting here all along... Ain't a black person in sight. And you sitting here looking like everything is all right. <laughs> you know, your makeup is flawless. Oh, that, come on now. You've taken his best shot and you're still here. Mm. Splendid. You just know me so well, huh? No, no, no. I don't know you. But I do know a fighter when I see one. And I could, and I could tell that with one look in your eyes. <laughs> what are you, uh... Psychiatrist or something? <laughs> no, no. I am a civil rights attorney. My practice is in Washington, D.C. I'm going through something similar. My wife is dying of breast cancer. Well, I'm sorry. I'm sorry to hear that. Bernadine, have you watched someone dying? I tell you. Watching her suffer kills a bit of me every day. And the worst part is, I can't help but to remember all the plans we made. You know, we were supposed to retire in St. Thomas, mm. out there by the beach. You know, she loves the water. I get the coconut oil mm. <laughs> and rub it all over her. <laughs> she is definitely a, uh, I tell you, I just wish I could have a piece of her that I could keep safe, you know? Just something, something more than a bunch of memories. Mm -hmm. Anyway, you look like you're out. Mm -hmm. How about a, uh, a refill? Yeah, okay. <laughs> okay, she'll take another one of whatever she's got. Scotch and soda. Ooh, I'm scared of you. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so cute. <laughs>
Ooh, I'm yes, scared of you. Yes. I love you that part. <laughs> mm. And then Bernadine with the, my name is Bernadine. Yeah. I don't feel like that, James. I don't feel Ooh, like that, James. Ooh, yeah, Bernadine. I'm Bernadine. Bernadine Patrick. Okay. She gave you that Tony Braxton, Anita Baker. Yes. Should I even listen? <laughs> Tony, you just find all kind of ways to just work I up in our conversation. I love Tony. Tony, we love you. This will be the third week in a row. And you and you found your way on the show. It's all respect. Like love, and should all have love. Found himself home last night. No, whatever. <laughs> should yeah. have been with me. Should have been right by my side. I wish I could see. Loki, I have not even like hit that right now. I just can't give it to him. <laughs> Babe, if you can, wait—is the mouth the Loki, when you make like weird faces with your mouth, I feel like the notes come you have out. To better. Shape your sound because your mouth Last is kind of. Yes, you know you got a little chipmunk face. Because this is <laughs> Eric. Speak your speech. Why are you? I'm not making the I face can't. no more. I'm sorry. How can I do that when you're making it? And you know. I'm sorry. You know, Pedro, you know that face makes me laugh. But this is your, your it's like your trumpet. This is your instrument. So, yes, come on, trumpet. You know, how you shape your mouth and, and your how you move your tongue, you can, you know, shape those those notes yes. and, and make those sounds. You better bring and, meaning to music. Hallelujah. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Anywho, that was Waiting to Excel. Shoot, shoot. From back in those... Shoot. Good old days, ninety-five. <laughs> How cool! Directed by Forrest Whitaker. Curtis was his feature yes, film. Love you, Forrest. Um, debut. Oh, why can't I get that? Debut as a director. Um, of course, starring. I mean, everybody. Of yeah. course, we had Whitney. We had yes. Angela Bassett. Bassett. Yes, <laughs> she's a Delta, you know. Really? Yeah. I did not know that. She is. Her and is it Viola? Could be completely wrong, but it's her and somebody. Viola, what's she, what's she doing? Oh no, you're saying she's a Delta as well. Yeah. Oh, okay. Okay. There's a like picture of her thrown up. <clears throat> but um, but also yeah. the Queen Loretta Divine, aka Laurel. Stay That's, out of this, Laurel. This is between Dina and me. This is why we um, <laughs> late getting started because we got caught up watching it. We should have just watched the whole movie. Spirit. It's what now about to be twelve o'clock. We should have literally just watched the film. Well, that was my suggestion. Like, let's just watch it. And record we basically the watched every clip. <laughs> hmm? We basically watched. We basically every clip. did. We 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 really did. Yeah. So, um, you know, a lot of you may already know, but Terry McMillan actually wrote. A sequel to Waiting to Excel, um, but they never got a chance to record it. Right. Whitney died about a week. That's what I saw online, I think. And that would have been so interesting they started to have filming, I believe. Seen. Yeah. Yeah. It's kind of eerie. Yeah, it's kind of weird. Because you imagine if it like actually came out? First of all, Robin, I'm sure, would have married um, Michael. <laughs> we was talking. Uh, yes, that would have been so cute. And then um, Big Bay Gloria would have married her man, right, right? from across the street, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, and maybe adopted a child. Maybe her son would have come back from Spain doing okay. something, 
Oh, come back gay? Oh my gosh. Could you imagine? I don't know. I'm just saying that because we watched the scene where he kind of like flipped out when he yeah, found out about his dad. About being, being gay, gay. yeah. Like he and he's just like, really oh, it doesn't hard. run in the family. I'm like, are you sure? Right. Are, are you, you sure? sure? It don't run in the family? Right. <laughs> How you doing? How you doing? Oh, we'll get to that. <laughs> We're going to get there. Wait till the hung pot. I haven't even looked at it. I'm okay. going to let you surprise me and the people. We're going to get there. So, oh, yeah. welcome everyone to another week of the Hung Up Podcast. Yes, chickens, hi! <laughs> Where you can, um... You may be going through a divorce. You might be going through James. a divorce. And, um... <laughs> it might just hurt right now, just a little bit. Yeah. You might be pissed about it. Or going it. through something that may just hurt. You might have not had a plan B. Mmm! Say so on today. You you might be sitting here all alone, not a black person in sight, and and, and we looking like everything's all right. And meanwhile, you know you might need one. Yeah. Meanwhile, you, you going, going through. through. Okay. Ooh, come on, twins. Hey, you need to plan it. <laughs> yes, but all in all, we will never hang up on you. You know that's never. when we're gonna be there. Thank yeah. us for being a friend. Yeah, that's real. Yes. Can you travel stand, down you know, the road and back again? Sun will shine, but can you stay in the rain? Yes. Folks, folks are around mm-hmm. when everything is okay. Yes. But Soon we'll as never we get home, on you. we'll make it up to you. Absolutely. Imagine <laughs> <laughs> all. Shout out to Faith. <laughs> but yeah, we'll never hang up on you. I am P. Ryan. You can find me on Instagram and the Twitter at I am P. R. Y. A. N. I'm Eric, and you can find me on Instagram and Twitter at E. Dante Cole. Feel free to find us both on Instagram and Twitter at hung up pod that's h-u-n-g-u-p-p-o-d and on facebook at facebook.com slash hung up pod yeah absolutely of course you know you can email us at hung up pod at gmail.com and you know just shout out to you know we have a few listeners that's kind of kept us um updated on their lives yeah we on really their lives thank you. And, and checking in um you've been listening since the beginning yeah so and we shout out to name. y'all hunguppod at gmail.com mm-hmm. and tell them P. Ryan they can rate us right yeah rate and review us on Apple Podcasts thank you guys um, so much for those of you who have listened like the show and have decided to like us on Facebook We the likes are coming in and we can't do this thing without you we can't you know be a poppin' show without you guys. So thanks for listening and for supporting. Hit us up on Apple Podcasts. Comment on the SoundCloud. Help niggas out. Tell a friend. Yeah. Tell a mother. Tell a mother. A brother, yeah. Tell a an auntie. Tell a church mother. Tell your deacon. You know, they'll probably listen and probably shoot our DMs. So, you know, scratch <laughs> our back. Somehow we'll scratch yours. Hallelujah. The deacon's going in the day. De- the- I can't talk tonight. The deacons are going in the DMs. Deacons down in the DMs. Deacons down. Deacons down in the DMs. Hung up pod gonna remix it, y'all. Yes. Hey. Snapchat hey. me that church house. Hey. Snapchat me that church house if it's cool. Snapchat me that steeple. Snapchat me that pulpit if it's cool. Yes, let's get into it. I'm so sorry, Eric. It's late and you know past a certain hour I get kind of crazy. But it's okay. How was your week? So my week was cool. I went out Friday night and I'm running into you. You did. It was lovely <laughs> seeing you. It was nice. I can't even believe that was this about. past weekend. It seemed so long ago. Yeah. It yeah. Does. It you were really cute. You had on like a black and white shirt. What? You were wearing like a black and white shirt. It was cute. Oh no 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 no. That was. <laughs>
I feel like I've been saying this since the last skit we did with Karen. No, 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 no. Let's be clear. <laughs> Let's be clear. Wait, what happened? Was it? No, it was actually like a navy. Oh, well, you know, it was dark. It looked black. But I had like those things all over it. Like little brush strokes. Yeah. Yeah, white, right? They were white. They were white and gray. Okay, and... now if you're telling me that they were pink, maybe I'm just like, I need to get my eyes checked. No, but they were. navy, black, white stripes. It was cute. Yeah, thank you. Yeah, no problem. It was nice to see you too. I feel like I didn't. Yeah, I didn't expect to run into you. Yeah, because you told me you weren't coming. Did I? You did. I literally texted you no, about it during right. the day, and no, you were just right. like, "Nah, I'm not coming." I was like, "Okay, cool." And then I was just like, "Oh, hey, Eric, you ain't coming." <laughs> <laughs> I just waltzed in, like hey. you really sashayed in. I was just like, "Okay, that's fine." Hey, what's up? Guys? <laughs> Eric right didn't want to see me, y'all. Y'all see, y'all peep that. He didn't want to see me. Went right over to the bar. And got my drink. At least there at this place, uh, we don't need to be shouting them out because they are not sponsoring this episode. Okay. But um, it's you know a well known bar in the in the neighborhood, and um, at least I didn't have to wait twenty five minutes for a drink. Yeah, that I didn't know. It was, I was grateful for. I didn't know it was as well known as it was. I saw a drummer from the church that I, um, one of the churches I sing at. Little drummer boy. Oh, okay. And little drummer boy. Doing. Okay, how you doing? How the, you with doing? the best of us, because we at the same how place. We saw each welcome. other. Okay, how you doing? And welcome. Mm-hmm. And I also saw another guy who, like, I'm a fan of on the Instagram, and he was so sweet. Ooh, yeah. There's a few people I'm a fan of on Instagram. Well, I'm not like that type of fan. I just stand for him. Well, not stand really, but like I'm a fan of his because he's Jamaican, and we're also part of the same denomination, and oh, we yeah. have mutual friends. So oh, yeah. it is a thing. All right. Well, I'm gonna just say this. Couple of y'all done follow me for some of my recent followers. I see you. Okay. I see you. What bitches? They didn't follow me. So this show is just propping you up? Where's my football nigga? Um, not really, because you get all the mentions. What? What you mean? <laughs> <laughs> These are lies. Don't spread lies here on this on the show. <laughs> I won't have it. Boy bye. Okay. Yeah. Hi. <laughs> okay. <laughs> but uh it was cool though. Mm-hmm. It was a nice time being out. Um, that next day, I went home, uh, spent some time with my parents. Yeah, how was that? You know, I have to say that it was it was it was really nice. I haven't seen them this close before. Like how they're interacting with each other <laughs> is um, refreshing. Mm-hmm. They rekindled. Secret lovers. Oh, it ain't no secret. That's what they are. No, well, they're not. Well, wait a minute. You said it ain't no secret? No. <laughs> they are here in the open. <laughs> My parents are grown. Okay. As hell. And they do grown folks things, and yeah. that's none of our business. Let's stay in a child's place. Yeah, but it was it was just nice um, yeah. being back home and, and spending time with them. Um, I have to say, you know, definitely that. Going going back home, every time I go home, I feel like I bring back something that I learned. Mm. Not only about myself, but like my parents and my family. And it's just like all these lessons that I continue to learn Yeah, as I'm getting older. I realized this weekend being home that even as, like I said, I'm getting older, so I'm changing and I'm going through changes, right? I'm evolving, all this, you know, blah, 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 stuff that we've talked about endlessly 
on this show, right? This this weekend I was home and I just kind of had this come come to moment and I just realized that even though we're changing and going through these personal transitions, a lot of things around us don't change. Mm. Like our responsibilities, a lot of our responsibilities I'll say don't change. I'm not going to say all because <clears throat> it definitely depends on the person. Our responsibilities don't change. You know, most of our relationships don't change, especially when it comes to family and work. There's just certain things that you can't change unless you're in a relationship and you can walk away from that. That's something that you can change. Mm, speak on it. Um, but I found myself asking myself, like, how do we go through these personal changes while many aspects of our lives stay the same? And it was just honestly a moment of clarity and acceptance. And along with that, I'm you know, realizing that my parents are getting older. Excuse me. So they need me more. So again, I'm going through these changes, but my responsibilities are actually get increasing. You know what I mean? Time waits for no man, right? Mm-hmm. I can acknowledge what I need, but also you know that the people around me, who I love and care about, they also need things as well. So I have to nurture those relationships. Hope y'all can hear me. <laughs> yes, they can. Okay. <laughs> I feel like I was back a little bit. Um, I just feel like I need to nurture those relationships too as I'm changing. And y'all know when we're going through these changes, some days we, not necessarily lazy, but some days we just don't want to be bothered. Mm. Some days we just want to be to ourselves because, I mean, that's I don't think that's a weird thing. We're learning about ourselves. So why wouldn't you not want to? have some time where you're just in solitude or being recluse. Like, you want to shut in <laughs> for the weekend. <laughs> Don't put me on the sick and shut-in list. I'm just shut in. Just shut in. <laughs> I'm not answering my phone calls or my texts because I just need to spend time with mm-hmm. myself, which, you know, going back to our last episode, that's spending time with God. Yeah. So, this weekend was, was cool. And this week, as we talked about, I won't get too much into it yeah. before we started recording, has trials and tribulations another mm-hmm. maturity mm-hmm. it's okay you go through shit and you like okay mm-hmm. I, I, universe god learned. i hear you lesson i got a lesson learned yeah and you got to keep it moving because like i said time was for no man i'm so glad that you're changing look at you <laughs> look at you <laughs> Yes, you're Effie. You are changing. And the beautiful Try thing about that, you just a few weeks ago, I Sorry. love it. Thank that you, was all and thank you for dedicating. Listen, <laughs> you said I'm changing. It was just right here in my chest. And thank you for dedicating. <laughs> it made me feel special. <laughs> he good. He good. Yeah. <laughs> um, just a few weeks ago, I'm celebrating, right? Mm-hmm. But here I am again. This just means it. The, the lessons never stop. It doesn't. We'll be celebrating one moment. We'll be, what they say, when you laugh, you'll cry. Mm-hmm. The same things that'll make you laugh will make you cry. Yeah. You know? But the Bible says he will turn your what? Mourning into dancing. So get ready to dance. Put on your dancing shoes. It's coming. Man. Hey, you better shout right now. Don't wait till the battle is over. Hey. Shout now. Okay? <laughs> yes, you better. Erica's dancing. Y'all dance. <laughs> What's his name? 
team. <laughs> Listen, we, we will have a praise break today if you don't, if you want to. You told me to get up, okay, and give him glory. I I, I would I felt a, I would have been a fool just to just sit here. You know what? Because I can't lie mm-hmm. when I, I can't not acknowledge just the blessings and how he has kept me mm-hmm. from. So many different things Kept. throughout my life. You know what I mean? Say so. Like you and like a lot of us, you know, people listening. You you know your testimony. Mm-hmm. And we all have one. Mm-hmm. So. Let me encourage you. Listen to Ricky Dillard's new album. It's, I think it's called 10 Live or whatever. Look up Ricky Dillard. The, la- the most recent album that he has out there. Mm-hmm. Just recently released. It's amazing. And it'll, it'll bless you. Because you're going through. And you have a story. Ricky And Dillard? you have a testimony. Yeah. It'll bless you. I, that's what's been keeping me these past couple of days and through this struggle. And honestly, um, again, thank you so much for checking in to see how I'm doing. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, no, you gave me this name and I'm trying to find him, but Spotify, like, oh, you should be which, on there. Who that is? Ricky Dillard is a gospel artiste. Ricky spelled K Y. Yeah, D I L L A R D. Oh, I was doing D-Y. It was, okay. Have a blessed one. Oh, Ricky Dillard. Uh-huh. Oh, oh did you put Dylan? Yeah, I put Dylan. Oh, sorry. And no. I was spelling it D-Y. Mm-mm. Goodbye. Um, he looks anointed. He this has album a story. 10. He definitely I, has I a story. Desperate. I survived it. Mm-hmm. I've got the victory. My all. God is. Hand of the Lord, King of Glory, mm. weather the storm. And he has oh, yeah, features this... like Karen Clark Sheridan, Leandria Johnson. Get into it. It'll bless you. Right. I'm telling you right now. I just saved it. Mm-hmm. And, and, and y'all listening, y'all should do the same thing. Yeah. Thank um, you for the recommendation. No problem. But how are you? I am. You have a testimony this great. week? Great. The fact that I'm here is a testimony. Come on. Because I could have been dead, breathing in air. my grave. I was about to say, breathing air through your lungs Hello? is a testimony. Okay. <laughs> but yes. Um, I'm great. I mean, I think just new perspective on everything. So I talked about my struggles. I'm still struggling, but I'm, I was great yesterday. I'm great today, and I will be great tomorrow. Mm. Um, I think since the last time we met, I've definitely gone through a journey of sorts, which I guess we might touch on um, throughout the show. But I think my eyes are opened. I'm a little more focused, not just on myself, but on to the person that I was born to be for focused on the mission that I was given mm-hmm. and focused on just like doing the things that I was destined to do and not being distracted by things that really don't matter. Mm-hmm. And it feels good once you, I don't want to get too quick into the episode, but like, honestly, once you let go, things get so much easier yeah. to manage, even though they're hard to manage. Yeah. Yeah. Letting go can be so liberating. Listen, that little girl Elsa, Elphaba, whatever her name was, from um, from the Disney movie, she was in that blue dress. She sang "Let It Go," you know what I'm talking about. Frozen, the little girl that touched that. She said, "Let it go, oh. let it go." I don't know what else she said in the song, but she said, "Let it go." Huh? And I am, I did, Elsa. Okay. <laughs> so bitch what are we talking about it's late it's 11.42 I'm so tired <laughs> go ahead what's going on we got started super late tonight it's fine but we're gonna we're gonna get through this and you know I have a swiftly. client at like 9 o'clock you have a what? a client you know I be doing therapy here we go with the lips <laughs> whatever <laughs> but yes so this is the shoot episode um shoot 
Dude, come on, debut. Eric, come on. Oh, what'd you say? You better do it. No, that was horrible. Eric, come on and give us these vocals. Sometimes it's... What is it? Sometimes it's... Hard. Right? Or wait. <laughs> is that what she said? Give us vocals. Give us lyrics, Jesus. No, just give us... There comes a point when you... Come on, you will what? Exhale. Yeah, oh! Shoot, shoot. I'm your background. Shoot. <laughs> I can't. How you put me out here like that? Because it's your. I'm prepping you for the debut. You must have a release. Sing. We're gonna People have you on Love and Hip Hop Philly. You're gonna be like um, Tierra Marie with these blaze hers. You're gonna have on your blaze her, and you're gonna have a song. <laughs> you run Philly, okay? So, on on some real shit. Waiting Next Hell was one of those movies, man. Right? Like one of those like classic, iconic movies. Really, truly was. Truly was. I think everyone watching could relate one way or another. White, black, gay, or straight. But, of course, if you was black. You definitely felt a connection to the characters and the scenes. Um, you know, like that scene where the dad had to come over to Loretta and admit to him, admit to her that he was gay. Mm-hmm. Like, we we deal with that kind of stuff. Like, that scene was kind of speci- specific to us. Like, you connect, right? Yeah. But, I mean, watching this movie, we witnessed these women go through some serious, well-known issues, mostly surrounding their relationships, intimate relationships with other people. The beauty of this film is that 22 years later, can you believe that? We can re- still relate in more than... In more ways than one. Yes. By this, I mean, you know, we can take some of these scenarios and some of these scenes and apply them to the struggles we deal with, not only in relationships, but at work, with our family, and our social circles. Because we saw ourselves in their circle of friends um, and definitely in our relationships, right? Each character kind of played this role that we're familiar with, either personally or we know someone who reminds us of that character. Mm-hmm. Especially, like I said, when it comes to our group of friends. <clears throat> Me and you spoke earlier today on the phone about how crazy our weeks have been so far. And yeah. we felt like we have both been exhaling a mm-hmm. lot mm-hmm. in different ways. <laughs> like in this movie, you and I spend a lot of time sharing, not like unloading and dumping on each other. So I definitely appreciate that. So I want to acknowledge that. Yeah. Thank you. But let us unpack some of the best scenes in this movie and explore how we can relate or connect Let's do it. All right. So, let's start out with, I mean, this whole thing with Bernadette and... Bernadine. Bernadine. Oh, my God. Yes. Yes, it's like, it's like Geraldine, but with a burn. <laughs> Bernadine. And she burns. Okay. Literally. Oh, she surely did. She's like, it is trash. Get your shit. <laughs> get your shit. Get your shit. <laughs> and get out. <laughs> you like my preacher voice with it? She was over him. The, yes. first, the first time I saw the movie, though, I'm like, why would he leave his stuff there? Like, he should have known. Oh. <laughs> but he had left. He did, but he ain't leave, his, he ain't leave with his stuff. She got rid of him. She was pissed. She how was pissed. You, how did you feel about that? Would you do that? Ooh, you know I have shit to lose. Okay. Miss <laughs> Bernadine, she sat here being his secretary, his computer. What else did she say? His typewriter. So, 
she had her life, but this over here, I really got things to lose. I have a whole profession. Yeah. So I don't think I would do that. But I can understand why you would. Like, imagine, and so many of us do it. I'm not going to say me, because that ain't my ministry. But so many of us find that person who we think is our everything and invest so much in not just the person, but the relationship. To the point where we lose a bit of ourselves. We will put our passions on hold. We will put our lives on hold. And for what? Sometimes it works out. I'm not going to negate that. But then you have situations like this. He, you know, get on and then completely leave you for somebody else. And you don't have a plan B. Child, I would have probably burnt more. I would have burnt the house down. And then I had nowhere to live. (laughs) Okay. If I didn't have nothing to lose, let's be clear. You did like T. Um, I would have been T vibes, left, eye. left eye. Oh, she remember, okay. And burnt that. She had something to lose, and she tub. still burnt that man's house down. <laughs> Imagine the investment there. What did she invest in him? And so it's just like I can understand where she came from. Remember, she was spitting out all of the mess that he put her through. Yeah, and that was that's what made the seven thirty nine. Is that what so, she said? Yeah. The number of times I made love to we you. We made love. Woo! Help me, Holy Ghost. Imagine. Gonna be the, the four what you say, the, the foreground of my background. Yeah. And you know now people say after three times you're dating. Imagine seven thirty nine. And then you wanna up and That's and, a change. I've never <laughs> I've never packed someone else's stuff and, and thrown it out, but I've been packed up and thrown out before. Somebody told you to pack your shit? <laughs> oh my gosh, Eric. <laughs> I was young. Did you cheat? I, um, no. I was just in this, okay, this, like, crazy situation, mm-hmm. and this is why I was living in Baltimore. I was all of, I think, 18, and I was living with friends, mm-hmm. right? It was just a house full of friends. And I just remember, like, this older guy. I'm not going to say praying on me, but kind of was. Like, I was 18 years old. Okay, and dude. I was just kind of like... Speak the speech. Okay, he's cute, but I don't really know, like, him too well. I don't know how he kind of fits into, like, this, like, circle or whatever. But anyway, long story short. Um, one of the roommates, that was his boyfriend. Wow. Help us. <laughs> Or he was talking to him or dating him or something. I really can't remember. And shit went left. Mercy. I'm sure. That was the only time in my life. Well, no, my dad did that shit before. (laughs) I'm sorry. You're going to just throw this heavy load on my chest. Like, I don't understand. I was moving out to go to college. My dad was not having it. He didn't want me to leave. So we had, like, this whole... And then he's like, get the fuck out. Pack your shit! No, I had packed my stuff to go to college. And he he was like, no, you're not going... Oh no! So it's like the opposite, I guess. Oh, okay, so he told you stay. He's like, unpack your shit, basically. <laughs> unpack it now and stay. <laughs> but yeah, I'm going, yeah. No, I those, can. Those those incidents. I mean, it's yeah. it was definitely scary because I was young. Mm-hmm. Um, and if it wasn't for, you know, some friends, shout out to Layla. She's probably I haven't talked to her in like years, but. I didn't really know anyone. Mm-hmm. So, I don't know. Yeah, that, was like weird, that was just like a weird time in my life. And I don't know. Yeah. I can't say I've ever had that experience. Mainly because I've never had like a real man. Or like 
a nigga in my life, but you know, hey, strumming my pain. <laughs> my dog is attacking me right now. That's fine. This break was brought to you by Tristan and his attack. As always. He is sneezing. He needs some Benadryl. No, he's doing it to get my attention. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> he's being extra right now. But okay. Um, <laughs> let's go to another scene. Um, by the way, that whole like idea of like fucking shit up. Out of anger? No, no, no. I googled that. You know there are like places you can go. You can go to jail, go. bitch. No. 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 no, 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 no. You know there are places that you can go and like they will let you take your anger out in a room and you can break shit up. You just gotta pay your fee. Okay, do but that. They will... But you can't destroy somebody else's property. You will go to court. <laughs> or you will go to jail. Y'all, y'all need to assess right. if you have You'll go to jail, to then you'll go to court. <laughs> Could you imagine that? You go to court for mashing up somebody's stuff. Why? Because he left me for somebody else. Then you gotta pay... Not only the stuff back, but then a fine. I don't have the coins. Uh Uh-uh. And then, you know, this nigga laid up talking about you. Mm -hmm. Cackling with his his new thing. And his new boo. Oh, my goodness. Can you believe this bitch is out here? Now you have the label of being fucking crazy. But that's what I was going to say. Like, you had made a comment. I was like, yeah, man. You know, shit gets crazy out here in these relationships and these Mm -hmm. dating situations. Windows have gotten busted. um, Tires get slashed. All types of shit mm-hmm. happens in like messiness. Yeah, it's too much. It's too much, muffin. So, is there a way to? <laughs> I was gonna say avoid that. I mean, I guess there is a way you can. Like, uh, how about niggas start off by people? not cheating? <laughs> Perhaps. No. Well, and that's good point. You can be all saying all day, but you walk in on a situation. You could lose your mind in a heart. In a, in a heart you beat. could, but then I think it's. I think it goes back to the fact of why she lost herself, though, right? She lost herself because she gave her complete self. I'm sorry. I'm all here for relationships. I'm all here for you investing in a person and supporting a person that you love and care about. Yeah. I'm not here for losing yourself in that relationship. Yeah, you should always right. maintain a piece of who you are because you are still a human who has goals and dreams and aspirations on the side. You know what I mean? So having a relationship, I talked to you about this before. We look at relationships a lot of like one person coming, another person coming and like meshing together. But I heard this amazing um, concept of a relationship where you are a complete whole being kind of think of it as a circle another person is a whole being and you guys overlap so you're kind of like a venn diagram while there are some spaces that you share there are also spaces that are left to you yeah because burning his shit cutting her hair Mm -hmm. going out dancing with this man like those are like coping things none of that was that was just like how we take medicine to take care of the symptoms yeah. instead of going to the doctor and actually dealing with yeah. the like you said the root with the you know what the real real problem is. Mm-hmm. That's wrong. Yeah. So, and how many of us do that? Not many. Well, yeah, not many of us go to the root, right? Not, not a many lot of us go to the root. Right? A lot of us just kind of mask the pain with whatever it may be. It may be a new partner. It may be, I don't know, a change Usually situation. Usually it is. It's a new partner that we abuse. Mm-hmm. And we abuse ourselves. Um, you know, this book that I, I break up all the time, Return to Love, shout out to Marianne. Yes, come on, Marianne. You made me read that during my process, and I appreciate you for she's it. She's awesome. Um, she talks is about... Is that something to share? 
Huh? Was that something I should have shared? That I... Made me read that? That's funny. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Eric hates me. It's like, no, just kidding. <laughs> I'll bleep that out. <laughs> I'll bleep that out. It's fine. <laughs> <laughs> no, that was a good thing. Yeah. Um, and, and it had purpose in that, you know what I mean? But... Um, she talks about how we deprive ourselves. We deprive ourselves of love, and and we literally take that out on the people that we date. Yeah, we hate them, but it's really we we hate ourselves. Hate ourselves. We're Mercy. so mad at ourselves for continuing to just put up with the same thing over and over again when we know we want better, when we know we deserve better. Bitch, I didn't ask you to read me on this episode. Okay. <laughs> That is real. We're going to get to it. Okay. Let me tell you, this week has been transformative. Has it? It has. Okay. It has. I need to stop saying, okay, I get that from my coworker. This lady named Sean, she's everything though. It bothers her? No, she says it all the time and I think it's rubbed off on me. No. And Uncle Daryl. The things that other people do, do rub off on you. You Mm -hmm. do kind of like pick it up. Like you spend enough time with that person, you know what I mean? Yeah. So... Eric, we continue you, watching. What are you doing? Oh, nothing. <laughs> Sorry, I was texting. Oh, okay. Erica's on his phone. Like you've been. Do you got Wi-Fi? But no, let's. Um, Don't do me. Cause I'm engaged. To what? <laughs> Jeez. In, no, engaged in the conversation. Oh. <laughs> are you? I am. I'm engaged to Jesus. Okay. None of this is making sense. Not at all. But we gonna roll with this show. You know what, bitch? We are tired. It is eleven fifty six. Yeah, I'm. Keep I, the show going. Yeah, we're it's doing fine. the best. We, we said what we it. said. Okay. Ain't no changing up over we here. We were awake when we were awake, and free when we were free. So it is what it is. So, um, we fast forward a little bit. We were, we watched them when they kind of had their movie night. Well, not a movie night, but they, they were drinking. They were celebrating whose birthday? Whose birthday um, was it? I don't know. Savannah's? Savannah, because she was like, I'm 34 years old. I have Was it Savannah's birthday? Bitch, I don't really know, for real. <laughs> it could be. They were celebrating a birthday. Okay. When it comes to a group of friends, we know it don't matter. Because when it's a birthday, we all it's get everybody's birthday. Up. Right, yeah. exactly. So, they're celebrating this birthday, having a great time, but then the liquor starts flowing. Then the emotions start coming out, and they start talking about, I guess, their fucked up relationships. <laughs> How, like, none of them were married, and, you know, some of them were like, yo, the man I love is married. The man I love is married. The man I love is gay. The man I love is So the man, broke. that was Loretta. Yeah. She loved, she loved the man Gloria. that was gay. Yeah. Um, Savannah, Whitney. Loved a man that was married. married. Of course, Angela Bernadine. Mm-hmm. I'm going to fuck that name up again. Yeah. That terrible divorce. Husband is out here with a white woman. And then Roche. Robin. Robin. What's her real name? And you were going to say Rochelle? <coughs> Jeff, please. Who is that? Where did she come from? <laughs> she do nails. <laughs> Robin had like a slew of men who just sucked all around. 
small dick, bad sex, big dick, bad sex, just a shitty individual on drugs. Like, but it shows you the spectrum of men, right? You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. And, and what you go through in this single life. Yeah, and a lot of men fall into these categories. A lot of men fall into a lot of these like yeah. categories. And it's Yo, just like, what do you do about that? This and this is what I try to tell some of my friends who get, you know, somewhat disappointed when they, you know, meet guys and they, or they go out on dates and it's, you know, not what you wanted or what you expected. <laughs> my whole thing is we going it's true you're going to kiss more frogs so many frogs until you get your until you get your to your prince because there's so many fuck boys out here it's more fuck, fuck boys out here than there are men of quality mm-hmm. you know what i mean that's just my personal opinion so while we're out here and we've talked about this this pond that keeps getting smaller and smaller <laughs> um it's 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 not that many you have a fine or let's just say attractive young man who is gay who has a degree who has a job who has his shit together who's you know halfway sane and you know not beating your ass and not lying to you and like just being decent there's everybody want that yeah or a lot of not everybody but a lot of people mm-hmm. are looking for so that so type many people of are guy. throwing themselves at this guy I mean, and so then it's just like it's like applying for a job. It's a it's hundred and twenty applicants. Okay. And and you'll be waiting months until you get that rejection letter. Okay. Right. <laughs> and it's just that email that's just like thanks. Somebody else has but no filled thanks. the position. <laughs> Someone else. <laughs> it's real. It's kind of tragic. <laughs> but going back to the scene though, I kind of wish I had more moments like this where, you know, me and my friends could kind of just like lay around and, and talk just be shit. emotional mm-hmm. and just share I feel like we do this like, every week but if you want more people we can True. recruit <laughs> we can recruit thank you for getting me because we cried that. last week no you're right okay you're right um, but you're also right in that um, you know it would be nice to share that with a group of men yeah um, I don't know it's maybe having moments like this would shed light on why we don't like dealing with men or why or why we do i love dealing Both. with men i love dealing with we have them. our moments where we love to deal with them and then we have our moments when we don't just like in this scene in yeah. this movie where these women are just like i, I want a man I, I love men but yeah, like, i always love dealing with men here's my issue do men like dealing with themselves why do they have to be so shitty you know what i mean that's what i don't like dealing with not necessarily the man per se, but the shittiness that comes with him. Mm. It's too much. Mm. It's, it's way too much. Could you, you know, could we're you trying to keep it cute in this conversation. Huh? <laughs> we're trying to keep it cute in this conversation. Could you deal with a guy who's kind of sh- who's shitty, knows he's shitty, and is like he's just shitty, but he at least acknowledges it? Mm-hmm. Did, did I come out right? Acknowledges? Yeah, yeah. Acknowledges it? Um... If you show me who you are, I think we have a better time to process. It's when but you if don't you present know who you yourself, are, it's dangerous. Okay, and then but You're not only that, and enemy. you present yourself in a way that is not true to who you are. So then, when you know it's months down the road, and I realize that you really aren't shit, where are we left? That's where the anger comes in. That's where the frustration comes in back. because I cannot get my fucking time back. I can't, can I get my life back? Can I get the last? What she say? Twenty years of my life. Right. Right. <laughs> can I get that back? Can I get Julia? that, Virginia? Huh? Can huh? you give that to me? Can you give that to me? Huh? <laughs> a slurp is fine, adulterer. By the way, guys, each week we plug Kingdom Come. Kingdom Come. Make sure Listen, you watch it if you haven't. 
<laughs> a classic. With again, Loretta. She just be popping up all over the place in these good movies. Okay. She'll give you a Anthony good. Anderson who played Junior was just like, No, but I can get you a Slurpee. I loved him for that. He kept it real. And that's all we're asking for, right? In this conversation. Yes. Just keep it real. Tell me what you can do. No. But how many but men I can get you a Slurpee. Keep it real. Make sure that shit is mixed. I want mixed berry. No, fuck that. I want. You gotta give me a mac, uh, buffalo chicken mac and cheese too, because I feel like we go into the Wawa to get all of these materials. So, you get know that what? too. When I was back home in Maryland, Maryland, I went to Seven uh, Eleven that I frequent when I was a kid, and um, I felt kind of cool. I went there, got Slurpee. I felt like, hey, Slurpees are pretty popping. It was just kind of nice. It little trip down memory lane. So, no. But didn't he get her a Pepsi? He didn't get her a Oh, slurpee. a Pepsi, yeah. A Pepsi's fine. It's also <laughs> sorry, all the way off. I'm sorry. I'm tired. And I ain't shit because I fed right You're into You're just it. like, yeah, that's great. <laughs> Keep that's acting. Keep that's acting. great. By the way, this weekend, <laughs> <laughs> I backed it. Um, yeah. Bitch, what's the next segment? You out here plaiting your hair. <laughs> I don't know. I was reading these notes. What notes? We're going to have to cut this whole segment out. Eric! No, we're not. You got to talk. No, I'm looking through these notes. I'm what they saying? Stuff that we didn't say. <laughs> Fuck it. Just keep go with the show. We're flowing. I'm freestyling. How did you... So, the next thing was the uh, Bernadine when she got, she got mad. She wanted to call her. She was pissed. She was drinking. She, oh, the white woman. She, she took that swig of wine when she and said, said, I'm going to call I this bitch. I have something to get off my chest. I, I like, gave him two kids too. and she thinks she can just take my husband from me. I was like, me too, girl. Like, waiting to exhale all four characters kind of play into my life a little bit. All four. Can we get into it real yeah. quick? Yeah. All right. So let's start with your favorite. Savannah. Savannah. Whitney. Bobby! <laughs> Savannah! Yeah. I love her. Yes, yeah, so she was in love with a married man. And for the record, this one over here has never messed with a married... Well, I don't think I've ever messed with a married man. <laughs> Let's say that, right? Because I also yeah. dropped a single that talks about messing with a married man, so I don't want people to get the waters muddied. Like, this is not based off experience. It's just for the art. Um, <laughs> but... I don't think I've ever messed with a married man. My first sexual experience was with a like correctional officer and he was white in the Midwest, so he could have been married. I don't know, okay? It's too much. But Savannah, um, yeah, she was in love with this guy. He had a wife, he had kids, and it literally took her to the end of the movie to realize that she was completely um, fucking up. And it was not only she was not only harming this guy's relationship, but she wasn't valuing herself. And when I tell you, when I mentioned earlier today that my eyes were opened, I've experienced a situation similar to Savannah's. I will say that I was in a situation that was not necessarily healthy for me, but similar to how we get into situations that aren't healthy and stay in them, there's a part that feels great. There's a part that makes us feel like somebody cares about us more than they do. Or there's a part that makes us feel like, you know, we are building this person that we desire, even though we're definitely not. And this past week, I not only had a wake-up call, but I literally decided to shift actions. And it was 
the most freeing thing ever. So, love Savannah. So, <clears throat> and we're gonna we're gonna go through each. Yeah, each let's, do real, let's do real it. Let's do it. So, for me with Savannah, it was um, real simple for me. It was her work ethic. She was a hard worker. Okay. She she was career focused. Mm-hmm. She she you know she loved. Well, I don't know if she loved her job, but she definitely you know her career was a passion and she took it very seriously mm-hmm. and it was also like it was interesting like her relationship with her mom mother always calling mother always I can relate Savannah calling. but I appreciate it you cussed your mama out I would never okay <laughs> and making suggestions all the way up until your grown years and they don't give a fuck <laughs> so those those are the things I related to with Savannah alright let's go to the next one um Robin how did you relate to Robin ooh and this is a way into exhale um, episode. I should be calling it by. I think on the surface, Robin had this cold exterior, right? And she was kind of the one, like in her whole phase. I think whenever there's like a girlfriend esque, girlfriends esque film or show, mm-hmm. there's always that one who's kind of this sexually explorative, like in their whole phase, mm-hmm. like living their life, but then at the same time exudes like a cold exterior. But under that, especially when she had her the scene with Michael. Her name is Layla Roshan. Oh, okay. <laughs> but underneath that, especially in her scene with Michael, she showed that like she really has some deep emotions that she's dealing with. She mm-hmm. has these dreams of like wanting a family and having this plan. But I think what's stopping her from actually taking a chance and finding that is the fact that she doesn't think it's ever going to happen. Mm-hmm. And to, if I'm all the way funky and honest like sometimes I am that Robin character right so it may not be me out here like fucking everyone even though there's nothing wrong with that it just doesn't happen for this one um I do find myself sometimes just like withdrawing from any potential of like finding a partner and being very like I'm super independent like I don't need anyone like I don't plan on getting married but then at the core of me I'm not going to lie, I do wake up and have daydreams of having this amazing partner. I do have daydreams about, you know, raising a child and having, like, a stable household. But I will say there is a fear there because, you know, I I think I'm a logistics-oriented person. I think of logistics, I'm like, how is this going to ever happen? Especially living in cities where there's a lot of fuck niggas in the pool, right? Mm -hmm. It's just like, is this ever possible? Mm Mm-hmm. I don't know. I think that's how I resonate with Robin or how Robin resonates with me. Um, For me, it was... I felt like she was misunderstood by men. Mm. Men saw one thing, which was the exterior and, like, kind of, like, what the surface was of Robin's character. Yeah. Um, And they thought by looking at that they knew exactly what she wanted. Mm. And that in turn um, dictated how they treated her, how they, you know, acted around her. She got very frustrated with some of these men because they just didn't understand. She just wanted some very simple things. Some love. She just wanted some love. Um, So that that was, yeah, that's how I related to Yeah, I might steal your answer to and add that onto mine. I might steal yours and add that onto mine as well. Okay. Because I think even in our community, there's, 
I think the way you present yourself deter- like determines how people treat you, right? Because a lot of people just look at the surface, judge that, and act accordingly. Yeah. And yeah, yeah, it could completely miss the mark. Completely, and, and it usually do. does. Yeah, Gloria. Hey, Gloria. Our girl. Hey, girl. <laughs> <laughs> she was, and she looked good too in this movie. Mm-hmm. <laughs> this was in '95, y'all. Gloria was. You know, Gloria Loretta was in her prime. She had, she still had that waist. Yes, that, the from, from the Dream nice. Girls, <laughs> from the Dream Girls moment. But Gloria honestly was the first insecure. Mm. Not gonna lie, like that moment that she had with her neighbor, mm. where she's just like not only taking in the information that he's giving her, but also just like spacing out completely, not able to talk. Just like, what you say? What you yeah. ask me? Yeah. Gloria was definitely the first insecure, and when I see Gloria, I definitely see like a part of myself if there's a guy that i'm attracted to i like freak out not only will i sit there and space out or i'll just be like yeah uh like i'll also start sweating like yeah you know that little moment she had where she's like oh god i hope he's not looking at me and then she turns around and she's like oh he is i'm like wasn't that awesome and i I loved how you related that Mm -hmm. to insecure that was awesome yeah (laughs) thanks for (laughs) it she was the first isa she's auntie isa yeah (laughs) what about um you know her relationship with her baby dad like wow wanting someone who did not love you back for me and i think a lot of us we've been there right Mm -hmm. where you just like somebody a little bit more or a whole lot more than they liked you back or like someone and invest it's all about investment Invest yourself in someone who does not have your well-being at heart. Mm -hmm. Because I honestly think, and this kind of touches on like our DL conversation, I think if you are a man who hooks up with a woman and completely does not want that woman, but you're doing that to save face, you don't give a fuck about her. Mm -hmm. How many of us are in situations or have been in situations, thank God for deliverance, where you are head over heels for someone or you at least care about someone enough to want to curate something that's transparent, that's healthy, that's open, yet they don't give a fuck about you and will string you along until you're at this point where you've invested so much and then they're just like, nah. Yeah. And and that and that's where the heartbreak comes. Mm-hmm. And last but not least, our girl, Bernadine, Played by Angela Bassett. Yes, who invented acting with my homegirl Viola Davis. What'd you say? She invented acting with Viola. Yeah, she's she's amazing, and and loved her on American Horror Story. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know, it. Angela. Honestly, she was one of the characters that I just loved, loved, but I didn't relate to her as much. I'll tell you what, I did relate to when she walked up in that boardroom. Slapped that mistress mm-hmm. and demanded her to get her time back. Hell, you on the other hand should be. <laughs> she cut him. You gonna put me out, John? You gonna you gonna put me out? Oh, you you gonna put me out, John? That, that was her anime. She was tapping into it. She was tapping into what's love got to do with it. You, you hear me? me <laughs> yeah. You gonna put me out, John? Your children aren't for sale. Whatever you say, Hack. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That was such a great scene. I don't know. With Bernadine, while I don't express my anger in that 
manner. Like, I'm not about to bring your shit up. I'm not about to smack your new bitch. I'm not about to smack your old you bitch, depending on the context. I was about to um, say, okay, depending on the context, so that means it is possible. Yeah, No, no, I'm not about to smack... No, it's we'll possible. Get, we'll get there. I'm going to need you to listen back to this part, and then you'll catch what I was saying. But uh, I'm not I about will, to... I will, if provoked. <laughs> yes, Loretta. Just... I would say the name. You are so stupid. <laughs> <laughs> That's P. Ryan right now, y'all. Y'all heard There's him. A lot of people who Let it be known. It's out. on the record. <laughs> if provoked. Y'all but can I catch won't these say hands. the names, but I will if provoked. <laughs> <laughs> no, but back to Vernon Z. He's stupid. <laughs> I will never like assault <clears throat> somebody who I mess with's partner or what have you. That said, I've Definitely, I'm no stranger to the rage of feeling betrayed. Mm. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. and this yeah. is why I think all of these experiences, being able to identify with each and every person, has forced me to now take a step back and be like, you know what? I'm going to focus now on myself. I'm going to exhale. I'm going to let go of all of that shit that has happened previously or the shit that I've experienced previously with people who you know I haven't even officially been committed to and I'm going to just work on my life and then let whatever goodness is supposed to come to me come to me if that means I'm going to be 75 and still single I really don't give a fuck because I'd rather be that and at peace than with someone and acting like Bernadine or acting as thirsty as Savannah or acting or being as sad at my naivete as Gloria or being as lost as Robin. These narratives, I think, are here to teach us a lesson. Yeah. They're waiting to exhale. I've already exhaled. I've let it go. And, I, and, and it can happen in so many different ways because even with me being home this weekend, that was an exhale moment. Mm-hmm. So we... Exhaling is when you... You have a, a moment... I like how I describe it, a moment of clarity, mm. a moment of acknowledgement. Um, knowing where you are and who you are. Yeah. And what your purpose is, because if you're in a situation, and you're like, hold up, wait a minute. Uh-uh. I need to get out of this shit. Mm-hmm. Either, you know, this nigga beating my ass, or he lying to me, or he cheating on me, or he just not treating me the way that I should be treated. That's the exhale moment when you realize I'm in a bad space and I need to take better care of myself. Absolutely. And just think of it as breathing, right? As humans, what do we do? We breathe in oxygen and we breathe out nitrogen and carbon. Mm-hmm. A little mix of both. Science. Whatever. Yeah. But basically you carbon take Carbon monoxide. The yeah, body that's takes nitrogen in, and carbon. Yes. Yeah. The body takes in what it needs and, ta- and puts out what it doesn't. That waiting to exhale moment, just repeating what you said in in this sense, is not focusing necessarily on what you're taking in, but knowing that regardless of whatever you're taking in, you're pushing out the things that are not good for you. And we talked about this offline, but that is, I'm so excited because that's really what that week has been. I'll say, I'll even go out and say for both of us, it's been like full of trials and tribulations, but I think we're moving out of this week having really let go of certain parts of ourselves and certain parts of our situations that were really no good for us. It's a beautiful thing. It is. And it 
honestly, I think I don't want it to sound like 100% awesome because in doing that, there's going to be some hurt. There's going to be some processing of pain. There's going to be some not wanting to let go of the bad things because there are some parts of the bad things that feel amazing. And you know what? All of that is still better than the latter. It's still better than being still stuck and stupid Mm -hmm. and blind. Yeah. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. And at the end of the day, if we keep those things in, we essentially tell ourselves that we are not worth the better. We are not worth the process of letting go. We are not worth the the end result of being better than we were the day before. The only thing that we are worth is holding on to these things that make us unhealthy, that make us unhappy, that make us miserable. That's a word. That's a word. And we, we had to learn it this week. And I hope we, I hope we don't only learn this lesson because we can learn things and then still fall back into the same habits. But I hope that we hold each other accountable in keeping up with that standard. And I think that's why it's important to share. Yeah. Like not hold on to these experiences and and going back to part of what the movie was about is like friendship. How you have to lean on your friends and not. Be in a dark corner and keep things to yourself. You have to let your friends know what's going on or a friend know what's going on so that way they can keep you accountable. You know, don't be afraid to let someone know, like, hey, this is what's going on with me, but I made these steps to do better. Just look out for me. Just have my back. I think we really have a hard time letting go our pride and, and reaching out and, and asking someone, just just help me. Just pray for me. Yeah. You, don't, you don't even have to tell the person, you know, what you're going through. Mm-mm. Or what, you know, if, if your mom or, you know, someone in your family or someone you know is going through something. Or if you're just hurting, just ask somebody to pray for you. Yeah. Or just to be there with you in your space. But um, we can wrap this up. Um, I want to say... One of my favorite scenes was actually at the very end uh, when they did the 4th of July where at the campfire and then the song starts playing. Count on me to think and then a friendship that will never end. When you are weak, I will be strong. Helping you to carry on. Call on me, I will be don't be afraid please believe me when i say count on that was a very abrasive entry you but whatever count on me. i can see what's hurting you sing cc let me tell you I, something about cc Winans. she sings i can feel your pain but that was actually hey. one of like my favorite Moments. It 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 brought it tears beautiful. to my eyes the, the first time too. that I saw it. Yeah. Low key, every time that I see it, because throughout the movie we've seen these women go through so much ups and downs, so many letdowns, so much heartbreak, like we all have, and to see their friendship hold together like we would all want, and you know just to also see that unconditional love from friends is worth more than a lie from someone that you just want to be with. You know what I mean? At the end of the day, we could all be single Mm -hmm. and not be in relationships because love 
from your friends is just as good, if not even better. Um, through it all, they stood, they stood with each other. And I think that's an important life lesson because, as I said earlier, we will go through some storms. Um, having that support from the people you trust and, and having that connection, I think, is vital. <clears throat> but this is why, you know, I don't even use the friendship word. That I mean, it's it's. I'm very careful with you know just calling people friends. Mm-hmm. Um, I think there are different types of friends, of course, but we all know who who those close close people are who have taken the time to invest and build with you, and you have done the same with them. Yeah. Um, you know, friends absolutely make time to show up for the celebrations, but they also make time to show up for the letdowns and the heartbreaks because that's inevitable. Just like death, like these are all things that are a part of life and it does us no good to ignore them or act, act as if they're not there. It's, it's better to look it right in the eye and face it because I, I think at the end of the day, it just makes you a better person. It makes you a strong person and just makes you that much more elevated, that much more enlightened. Who knows what you're missing out on, you know, because you have shut yourself off. We don't know. You don't really realize like what what can really happen when we put ourselves in these type of toxic situations. It's not just a bad relationship, but you're impacting other things about your life and about your universe and about your energy and the things that are going on at work and mm-hmm. what are going on in your social circles. Um, I certainly recall when I left my last job and I got a new one. How my life just changed. Yeah. How just, you know, a change of job just impacted, you know, my health and my spirituality. And now I'm thinking about things that I wasn't thinking about before. So, yeah. Mm. Nice. You have a favorite scene? Just my to wrap favorite, the conversation up? Yeah, sure. My favorite scene is when Savannah spills the drink on the Allstate man. <laughs> Um, Kenneth, just because, you know, I, we talked about how we relate to the different characters. Um, and I think that was a pivotal moment for Savannah where she realized, again, not only am I fucking up this situation that this man has, but I'm also not pursuing things that I'm worth. And I really think at 26, I feel like life is... The meaning of life is to go after things that you're worth, to recognize what you deserve and to really pursue that. And I know that in relationships, it might be tough, right? We settle for the first thing that comes our way, especially if we've gone through 20 plus years or however many plus years, not really experiencing what a relationship can be. But I don't ever think, I'm now in a place where I'm just like, you should never sell yourself short to get what you perceive is that attention or that love from someone. You should have enough love for your, from yourself or for yourself. Mm-hmm. You should have enough love from whatever deity you serve if you don't serve any, enough love from wherever you can get it from where you don't need to invest in someone who really doesn't give a fuck about you. Kenneth did not give a fuck about Savannah. That nigga that you guys are with, guys, just want to let you know, probably doesn't give a fuck about you if he has not committed to you. Hey, that's all I have to say. Well, that wraps the topic. Molly, girl, as I minister to you, I minister to myself. 
Okay. Which got the hung pop. Oh, let's get to the hung pop. The hung pop and the hung music is together. We are so tired. I just want to take a nap on this mic. <laughs> <laughs> but shout outs to Cardi B. Um, she is at the top of the charts with her Bodak Yellow. Not going to lie. Kind of over Bodak Yellow. But I'm still super supportive of Cardi B. Um, she's only as far she's as, like, 24. Wow. As far as like just hearing it. Yeah, well, I'm I'm glad to hear that she's made the top of the charts and that she's dethroned Voldemort. Taylor Swift. Say it again. She's dethroned Voldemort. Taylor Swift. Because Taylor was at the top, I think. I think you're right. Oh, okay. So was she number okay. one or number two? Was she number one or two? Who? Cardi. The Cardi was at the top of the charts, the number one. She was number zero, because, you know, some in scientific terms, zero is greater than one. But anyway, <laughs> um, she was at the top of the charts, and uh, nobody has ever done this for a non-feature. Well, no female rapper of color, I think, has ever done this, or a female rapper in general has ever done this without a feature, except Lauryn Hill. So this is a record that has not been reached since 1998. That's what's up. So that's dope for her. Yeah. Um, I not only do I like fuck so Cardi B because of this, but the fact that like I love transparency and I feel like to be a, a role model and a figure, you should be transparent regardless of what your life was. And she really talks about how she stripped to to get out of a domestic violence situation. Right? Yeah. And even though she stripped to change her life, she wouldn't necessarily recommend it for others. I love how, like, you know, you can be sexually liberated. You can participate in sex work. But then you could really give, like, the highs and lows of what that profession was. Like, I, I think Cardi B is just, like, an awesome individual. That definitely makes her awesome. Yeah, like, yeah. Being real about it on both sides. Like, yeah, this is what I did. This is what my life was. But this is also how I feel about it. Yeah. yeah. But also, whenever you are popping, you got haters. So Azalea Banks came out of whatever tunnel that she lives in or cave that she lives in. She came out of her room killing chickens. Oh, yeah. Killing chickens. Crazy ass person. Um, but then she goes and says things like, I'm sorry, black industry men are too hyped for this Latina girl. I've never seen them jump like this for Remy Ma or Nicki Minaj. She called Cardi B the poor man's Nicki Minaj. And I'm just like, well, they rap quite differently, so I don't understand how. And she was basically saying that because Cardi was Latina, um, she was getting all of this praise, right? And I think we should maybe listen to Azalea Banks because she's the expert, right? She's the one who bleached her skin, so she should know what it's like to get a lighter skin privilege. Yeah? Or let's talk about the fact, too, because my thing is you can't be out here talking shit and not realize that your receipts are on lock because Azalea Banks, I will never take away from her talent. She's an amazing rapper. Like, I literally have all of her albums and mixtapes on my iPhone because she's just that good, yeah. right? My girl, you got the attention of Kanye West, Beyonce, Gaga. Like, people fucked with you and you didn't even have a fucking album out. You had that 212 EP. Okay? Mm. 
Let's break it down. You want to talk about this girl, Cardi? No, I think she, she didn't put out an album. I think she did. Well, no, 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 no. I'm saying at the time at that, that she time. had, okay. like, I was on a two one two. What the? Okay, yeah. She didn't have an album at that point, but yet she was so popping. I remember being at Morehouse for a summer internship, and all that kept playing were her music videos. All that was streaming yeah, on the radio were, were her songs because she was that fucking dope. Yeah. If Beyonce is reaching out to you, my guy, you're dope. You feel me? Yeah. Cardi didn't get a hand from Beyonce until she pushed out mixtape after mixtape after mixtape after mixtape. Homegirl hustled. You know what I mean? She had actually a couple songs and a couple mixtapes that fucking flopped. Nobody was checking for it. It's not until she got to love and hip hop, use that as a platform, then release other music that she really presented what her craft was. Mm. Azalea Banks is saying that Cardi's coming in with all of this light skin privilege, but no, my girl, you really had an upper hand on her if you look, if you compare career to career. What fucked you over is the fact that similar to 45, you can't stop tweeting bullshit. Well, yeah. And And you can't stop acting up on a public sphere. You get invited to a dinner party, people are calling the police to escort you out. You need to get yourself together. All I want you to do, my girl, release music. Just release music. Mind your business. Don't worry about Cardi B. Don't worry about Nicki. Put them down. The unfortunate thing is that I don't think she has the capacity to do that. She doesn't. She doesn't. She's shown it over and over again. And I'm not going to sit here and cape for Azalea Banks like she's not seriously unstable and needs help. Like, she really needs to seek counseling to get that together because I think she could be an amazing artist, but she blocks herself. Calling niggas faggots here and there. Like, coming for the same demographic that literally puts you on. Like, She came for some little girl, told her about her dad getting her or something. It's like, too much. Like, oh. It's way too much. Like she's, Jesus, she's always doing like stuff yeah. like this. So I don't know. I I don't really have an opinion about her. I I'm really some, just over. I know it, people like, who leave Cardi like, B alone. She, really like her, and I'm just like, yeah. I mean, her music is. cool. I love her music. I'm not. Her, gonna lie. her music is cool. Um, but then that's it. That's it. It really like, is it. I really. There's no charisma that follows. And somebody on Twitter had like a, um, uh chain or like a a thread that's what it's called mm-hmm. of like how charisma pushes you forward right azalea banks unfortunately doesn't have that so shout out to you sis i loved how cardi responded to this she was just like bodak yellow became number one because even the haters love it and then she posted a video of azalea banks after all of this commentary that she had dancing to bodak yellow are you serious that's how you fix it Wow. That's how you fix it. And that's it. Shout out to you, Cardi B. Azalea, you you took an L. Let's get into this. (laughs) Wendy P. Williams, the P is for her shape. Um... So she got caught up in a scandal where her husband was apparently cheating on her, had a full double life, had a mistress. And I think it's so interesting that she's in this because she's the one who carries the gossip and the hot topics. Let me tell you, Jesus will turn the tables if you let him. Okay. Um, she posted on her, well, she didn't post on like a media, but she said on her show, she flashed her ring and said that the Millers are okay. She stands by her husband. So maybe she just has an open relationship. I don't know. But this, this happened before. We're, we're no stranger to this. Her husband had cheating allegations since I was in I'm high school. And I'm now in like a second graduate school. So I don't understand how this is news. 
I was trying to say, I can't say. Everything online is about, of course, what's going on right now. Mm-hmm. Um, but we've been here before. Yeah. We, we've been here before. I, think I, I wouldn't really... be surprised if they have like an open situation. Me either. And if they do, that's Could really their them. business. Yeah. I'm... I honestly feel like maybe she might be aware that her husband wants to step out. He may want to go to like women who look a little differently. And so she's just like, okay, but I don't want you to leave me completely. We have a kid, all of this shit. So let's just stay together and then you can do what you want. And he happened to get caught. And now she has to just be like, I stand by her man. Shout out to you, Wendy. It is what it is. How you doing? Yeah, because I'm looking at this one article I found on Hot New Hip Hop. It says Wendy Williams' husband has been reportedly cheating for over 10 years. So, yeah. yeah, we've heard this before. And Rumors he has have a girl who lives before. down the street, apparently. He has a... Live down the street. Yeah. She so, probably I mean, live in the house. Go, they probably eat that fried turkey she was always talking about oh, together. She probably live in the house. Who knows? They got a room for her. But guess one woman who's not having it. Rashida Boss Chick... She left Kirk Frost. She did. The news sources are saying it. She said she is O-U-C out. I wonder if, um, did he cheat again? Well, he did on the show. the show, yeah, but the show's not back on yet, right? It's not, but maybe she made that decision to leave, like, right after the reunion or whatever. Because and, I feel yeah. like, remind me, what, what, okay, so what was going on with them at the end of the Child, show? Was they, like, he had a full baby. She basically was just like, she would never do that to him. No, I mean, as far as, like, right. Yeah. And but were they, crying, like, like, working have... things out? Were no, they... not okay. necessarily. She okay. didn't really release anything on it. So now to hear that she's she left him... She should. She should. Know your worth. That's she what should. it comes down to. She should. Knowing yeah. your worth. If she goes back to him, she's basically saying to her body, to herself, oh, this is okay. This is okay for this man it's to not... cheat on me repeated, repeatedly. With different women and or get them pregnant. Like when is that shit cool? Over it. Bye. Talk to you never. <sighs> Excuse me. Oh, oh my gosh. Oh my goodness. Sleepy time. Okay. So that is it for the hung pop. As always, um, send your hung pop suggestions, your topic suggestions to um hung up at hunguppod at gmail.com. <laughs> yes. Now it's that time again. It's that time again. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, this week was stupid. Um, but I did get a chance to check out Janae Ayoko. Aiko. Aiko. She dropped her album on September twenty second. Yes, I didn't hear it yet. That's 22 tracks. Uh-uh. I'm not going to hear it for a while. It's no, too long. Listen, you know how That's she That's like when does. Frank Ocean dropped that 43 And you know how she did, too. It's all these um, interludes, and it, 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 it's not 22 tracks. Okay. But, um, but yeah, you guys should definitely check that out. I thought it was really good. Um, While We Were Young was really cool. That was one of the songs that I liked. Um, Nobody... What else? Um, Trip. Picture Perfect was really cool. I mean, the album just in general, it's just one of those albums that you kind of just want to chill and maybe smoke a little something or, you know, whatever it is you're into, pour a little drink and and, and chill and and, and be in his own by yourself or or chilling with somebody else. Um, 
I think her album is definitely I'm still I'm still getting into it. It's very uh Is it different from the last album? I think it's different. I think it's different, but it's still Janae. Okay. It's still Janae. She's still giving you um, you know, what she does, which is kind of like on her last album, um, I loved the cover of it because I just I felt like that was Janae, which was her kind of over an ocean floating up this beam of light coming down. It's like pulling her up in the sky and it's like this huge blue ocean under her. That's kind of so basically how I think shit. of her. Okay. Huh? You think of her being high as shit. Yeah, and just very okay. I don't know, on another plane and giving us those those good vibes. So check that out. And as you guys know, you can find me on Spotify. Um, search for me, Eric Cole. Um, and I have a couple of playlists. I Dante is popping. And also has a crew a cruise control playlist. Um, and I Dante R and B. Check them out. And you know, you can always email um your suggestions or if you want to tweet us <clears throat> any music that you're listening to any new artists maybe there's some local artists that we would you know maybe want to check out and i'll maybe shout them out if they are doing great things so yeah let us know tweet us at hung up pod yes oh my gosh what is wrong wow. with me oh my goodness forgive me wow <laughs> sorry eric i'm like so sorry um, let's get into so, our hung up or hang up, guys. Oh, I, I, okay. Will you last? Is that it? Oh, wait, it's not it. I'm just wondering if you're going to last. I'm here. <laughs> I'm ready to hung up or be hanging up. Um, mine's real, real quick. Do you want to go first? Or do you, want to go? you can. <laughs> I actually just want to shout out a couple of people that I know that are doing some great things. Um, first, I want to just shout out Gail over there at A Seat at the Table podcast. I want to say I'm proud of you. I love the podcast. You guys should check that out. I am digging the one-woman show format. This is your time. So, yes. Today is your day. <laughs> for a Also, just want to uplift and shout out my line brother, Dr. Cesaree Warren. Congratulations yes. on your new book, which is called Urban Preparation. Um, I have my copy that I have already started reading. We joke about this, but I know one day I'm going to see you sitting on Oprah's couch. I am so proud of my friends and you know everybody is really an inspiration. Even you, Patrick, I, I give you props all the time. Me, bitch. Yeah, Those you, you. Working on this PhD, but still being available. You know, just you know by phone or in person, not making excuses to. You know, not be responsible to the people that you love and that you care about. So I appreciate that. Um, it's definitely inspirations. Some days we need that pick me up, that reminder. Um, that's what friends are all for. It's, it's that village, right? Yes. Um, lastly, I'm also hung up on um, a law prohibiting women to um, being able to drive was lifted a couple of days ago in Saudi Arabia. Um, so I, I know that may sound a little minute on the surface, but this is pretty major. Um, and, and it's just a strive in the right direction, um, you know, for that country. And, not, and, and this is just the beginning. And, and, and that's how great things start. Um, so I just want to shout out, shout out to them. Yeah. So, yeah. That's really dope. Um, 
I will say that really quickly, I am just, I've done this before, like on that one time when I shouted out all the graduates, but I'm just really hung up on my friends who have become family. Um, never do I want to replace my family. I definitely love my family to death, but there are just some people in my life who I have connected with, not necessarily through an organization or not through like some structured setting but people who I've built really genuine relationships with and they really have become like my brothers and sisters and I mentioned that you know this past week has been a lot of processing and a lot of like recognizing my value and a lot of making decisions that reflect the fact that I do value myself as an individual and I value myself as like a person who deserves a certain standard um, in anything that I go after right that processing would not have happened without some of those people. And that accountability would not have been applied without some of those people. I love that some of my friends will be like, listen, I'm going to support you in the highs and the lows, but this is how I feel, and I just need you to receive that. And I, it's been months of them just like saying, yo, do you? But I'm, I'm here to support you. I'm here to have your back. This is how I feel. And... It was when my eyes were open to the situation that I was going through that I had to call them up and be like, you were definitely right. And I really just appreciate you for not abandoning me in that space before I got to see what you saw. It, it, it really is a beautiful thing. And, you know, we talk about thanking God for so many things. Not only do I thank God for the realization, but I thank God for the people he put in place to be like, just be careful. Just be careful. You like, you know what I mean? Doesn't yeah. he work through us to he, get to other people? He literally does. Yeah. And yeah, sometimes you just have to let these people move. And I know it's hard sometimes for us to receive criticisms from our friends because we're just like, if you're a friend, you're not going to criticize me. But their criticisms come from a place of like care and wanting to see you be your best self. And I just... I appreciate all of them. If I could shout them all out, Megan, Delisha, Tanya, Rahel, well, like, New Rodney, like, not by name, so many of them. Did. Yeah, like, yeah. they're, well, some of them I did by name, but, like, these are literally my family, and I I really respect them for all that they do for me. You're awesome. Yeah. You, bitch. <laughs> Even though I don't want to hype you up on this show, but, yeah. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. That's it, or chickens. hype you up too much. I do want to hype you up. You stole my chickens. <laughs> that's, that's it, kittens. That was another episode of the Hung Up Podcast. As always, I am P. Ryan. You can find me on Instagram and Twitter at I am P. Ryan. I'm E. Dante Cole. He don't like it when I say I'm E. What's up, y'all? It's I love e. it. <laughs> no, it's fine. Do your thing. You can find me at E. Dante Cole on Instagram and Twitter. You can find us both on Instagram and Twitter at HungUpPod and on Facebook at Facebook.com slash H-U-N-G-U-P-P-O-D. Emails go to HungUpPod at gmail.com. Yes, and feel free to like, rate, review us, um, comment, do all of the stuff. We are on SoundCloud, Apple Podcasts, Google Play, Stitcher, Podomatic. Um, one of these days we need to get on uh, Spotify. But we out here. We're going to get there. Anywhere you can find a fuck nigga, you can find us. <laughs> okay. We love you guys. Thank you so much for all of the support.
Tell the people bye, Eric. Peace. Bye. It's my baby. It's my baby. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She